0: This is Six Rings. The dynasty continues. And football things. The X. The Z. Vertical route. I love football, man. With your host, Andy Hart. Well, Andy Hart is a football genius. I'm not going to pretend I sit down and watch the All-22. The next question, Andy Hart, please. Nick Fitzy Stevens. Is that Fitzy with you this morning? Absolutely not, Fitzy. This just in, I'm dead inside. And Chris Shine. Derek Carr, however, is a guy I would ride tonight. I
1: think Matt Patricia's a boob.
0: Back once again for another Six Rings and Football Things, a very special Six Rings podcast. Unfortunately, for some of the people involved, it is cut-down day across the National Football League, and the Patriots, like the other 31 teams, were mandated to get down to a 53-man roster. And as always with Bill Belichick, they did it a little later than the 4 p.m. deadline, but uh, they've gotten down to the, I want to call it initial roster, not the final roster, because there will be moves that will be made in the coming days. I'm Andy Hart alongside Nick Fitzy Stevens and Chris Scheim time, the most negative man in the podcast industry, Chris Scheim. And we are here to break down the goings of the Patriots roster cut down, but also maybe shed a little light on some guys who could be returning or maybe opportunities to adjust the roster because they still do have. Nearly two weeks before they play the September 11th opener against the Miami Dolphins in South Florida. But let's get right into the cuts, boys. First of all, boys, are you sad? Does this day make you sad? I know it makes Bill Belichick sad and anxious, and I think I'm a little jaded by years of this. Like, it's hard for me to, and you guys may not believe this, hard for me to empathize because this really is sad for like these are players whose dreams are being like taking Thor's hammer and just squashing them and ending it. Um, does it make you just said
2: it's difficult. You just said it's difficult for you to empathize. I think actually it's easy for you to empathize with them because you, you empathize with their plight. And while it's wonderful to celebrate the, the goals achieved, uh, the dream fulfilled for those who make the roster, be it for the first time or the first time with the pa- in the NFL, or the first time with the Patriots. I feel terribly for these guys, whether they are yes. veterans, like whether they're veterans, yes, yeah. they got to move or they may have to hang out in the neighborhood and they have to like pull and a lawyer and wait. Well, I mean, and I just find I would... out if they're going to get a job. Like, yeah, of course, you empathize with that. These are real people, even though like we look at them as just like figures X's and, and names and Xs and Os and ones and zeros like the fa- and numbers on jerseys that wear helmets so we don't see their faces of course you have to empathize with them like it's it's tough cutdown days brutal dude it's it's tough
1: to know exactly what the feelings like having never been a coach or player like in this situation but working with someone on a daily basis like Wiggy who has literally been cut from an NFL team before like it's like there's you kind of understand like how difficult
0: this is for the, some of these guys. Their dreams sometimes are just coming to a complete and utter end. And and I forget who. Oh, you know who it actually was? It was a Red Sox player. Uh, Nick Punto maybe was talking to Brad Foe about when he got traded. And he mm. said he was in the room with Ben Charrington and Larry Lachino, and he has zero recollection of the conversation after the part where they said you're being traded. It was just like, wah, 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 because his world was just sort of tumbling around inside his brain. And I have to think, I mean, for some of these guys, certainly, I mean, if they're they're, uh, aware of their surroundings at all, if they have any self-awareness, they knew they weren't making the team, right? Like, you can look at your reps you're getting, you can look at who's ahead of you on the depth chart, but for others, I mean, they're competitors. like you talk yourself into, I'm better. I'm gonna make it. I've always made it. I made it in high school. I made it in college. I, I that's how you get to that level. so i I it is it's sad. but as Bill would say, it's part of the business. What are their what's the number he throws around? It's like seven is it seven hundred eight hundred people right now are unemployed, whatever eight hundred
1: and sixty four like, I believe is the number Schefter tweeted out right. Yeah. so
0: least you're in like a nice fraternity of players that are all hitting the waiver wire at the same time but uh let's get into the cuts and then we will look at what the cuts leave for a roster again initial 53 man roster not final nothing's finalized so the patriots released the following players because they released 24 players and put two on ir including one from earlier in the day that was reported as a release that is a veteran that ends up on ir the two guys that went on IR are Christian Wilkerson, who suffered that hit in the Carolina Panthers joint practices. You remember that? Excuse
2: me, that cheap hit, cheap ass hit, I believe, is the cheap way it's be.
0: Matthew Slater was mad. If you make Matthew Slater mad, you did something bad. You done did something bad, and he was mad. Uh, and the other is Henry Anderson, the veteran defensive lineman. It's last year with a torn pec. He goes on IR again. Um, starting to look like Now Anderson. for what? Now uh, for what, I,
2: though? Like, Do we do we know? Is this like, uh, this can't my be a
0: flu- Golden parachute. <laughs> Thank you for your service, but you're not going to play for us. I think Bill respects Henry Anderson, mm-hmm. but there was just a numbers crunch on the defensive line, and he just didn't have it. So the 24 players who were released from the Patriots roster today, tight end Devin Asiasi, another failed third round pick. More like Asiasi think- later. Oh, boy. <laughs> Smoked do in. That for everyone. <laughs> DB Justin Bethel, who's a gunner, special teamer type guy. Uh, who's already offens- kind of said farewell on an offensive lineman, uh, offensive lineman, Drew Dejalais. Offensive lineman, still Durant. I don't know why these need accents. Uh, <laughs> offensive lineman, James Ferentz. Offensive lineman, Arlington Hambright, who was a flash in the training campaign for like a week there. Mm-hmm. It looked like he might unseat Mike Onwenu at starting right guard and then, well, well, it all went wrong after
2: that. Was it a flash in the pan because of the way he played, or was it because of how others were playing, or not? Or
0: the no, he the earned it, he, he earned the flash, and then the flash was a flash, and like reality set in, and consistency didn't set in, and all those things. Uh, wide receiver Josh Hammond, who looked like Troy Brown out there on the field in number 80, but not in the production, running back Kevin Harris, the rookie mm. sixth round pick. Defensive back Brad Hawkins, who, if you knew he was on the roster, you are a really, really passionate Patriots fan. Wide receiver Lil Jordan Humphrey. Ah, uh, oh, oh Jordan cuts deep. That cuts deep. Oh, that was yeah. my guy. Bye, he was my guy. Bye, he, was my guy.
2: Jordan. he was my guy. I was excited for that. Lil Jordan. Did a little bit of everything. I would, I would want to do everything I could to get him on, or maybe. Later, depending on what goes on with a receiver that made the 53 man maybe he could sneak back on. We will get into
0: the possible returns. Indeed, letting uh, linebacker Harvey Longy, mm. linebacker mm. Cam Brown, who was one of 50 in the Pats. I'll eat the favorite. I'll eat the L on that one. I will eat the L on that one, big time. Cornerback Terrence Mitchell, the veteran journeyman who opened camp as your starting cornerback opposite Jalen Mills. Well, today. He's not only not going to start, he's not on the roster as of uh, cut down night. Ew, uh, offensive lineman Bill Murray, who was formerly a defensive lineman. Either way, he doesn't make the roster, whichever side of the line it's on. Wide receiver Nixon, a spring superstar who wasn't hmm. really able to keep the momentum going into the training camp action. Too many defensive preseason lineman, drops, yeah. Defensive lineman Jeremiah Bigfoss. Junior, I didn't know he was a junior. Did we just add that uh, defensive lineman LeBrian Ray, a fan favorite, a media mm-hmm. favorite? Some people are surprised he's not on the roster. I would say the same thing about the next undrafted rookie, Cody, Ree, offensive lineman, made a charge at a roster spot. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give up his future as a New England Patriot just yet. Offensive lineman Will Sherman, tight Ty- Sokol, running back J.J. Who is um himself, no disrespect in this? This may sound disrespectful to the loomerlone's of the world. JJ Taylor's a 4-A player. Like he looks really good in the preseason, but I'm not sure he's ever going to be a true regular season playmaker. Kicker Tristan, I'm gonna say it how they say it in the press box. Vizcano, not Vizcaino, who the baseball player says it. Uh mm-hmm. linebacker Nate Wyland and tight end Jalen. Weidermeyer, who actually joined the team later in training camp. So those are your 24 cuts for the New England Patriots. So the biggest surprise cut for you guys, Fitzy, you can go first.
2: I'm going to have to go with the guy that I took the L on, who I pumped the tires of and predicted a big season for, given the way the Patriots defense performed last year and their need for speed on the front and back end of the defense. That would be second-year linebacker Cameron Pat McGrone. I I, I honestly, given the stories that we read, the hype and the buzz that surrounded him, the new kind of linebacker, 6'1", 236, great speed, all those warm and fuzzy stories of he redshirted last year, he was always there training, nobody works harder than Cameron Gros- Matt Gross saying he couldn't, he basically was like a free draft pick this year, that's one of the reasons why they didn't draft a linebacker, they were all big believers and couldn't wait to see what he could do, well... They got a chance to see what he could do, and apparently it wasn't enough to make the football team. Now, maybe he needs a look. Maybe they got to put him back in. Maybe not back in the oven, oven, maybe in the toaster oven, warm him up a little bit more. Maybe he's a practice squad candidate who could make the jump during the season. Who knows? All I know is that I had big expectations and hopes for him, and he underwhelmed enough to actually get removed from the team on cut down day.
0: So we should remind everyone, 16 players will be added to the Patriots practice squad over the next couple of days, starting, I think, at one o'clock or noon tomorrow. And anyone who's looked at how practice squads are formulated across the NFL, I mean, it's usually somewhere between 12 plus come from the team's own cuts. So. Mm-hmm. A dozen of these players or more will likely be joining the practice squad. Certainly young players, certainly young players like McGrone coming off an injury that mm-hmm. he missed last year. Those are strong candidates to get some developmental time. Now, I will say Bill Belichick also kind of urinated all over the practice squad a couple days ago when he ta- like kind of diminished their value and said, really, those guys don't really have much impact in the NFL on a year to year basis. Um, which was a strange, strange comment that I'm still not sure why he made um, a couple days ago. But we will see a good portion of these 24 cut players, probably half of them, at least half of them, will be back in a Patriots uniform for practice later this week. Chime, who's your, your, your most surprising cut?
1: Yeah, my guy has to be Terrence Mitchell. I mean, it was the first signing you made in the offseason, but I think it was only like a, what, one-year, $3 million contract. He is now gone. He's toast. Uh, You know, entering preseason and and training camp, the defensive back – squad did not look great did not appear to be great it's like okay Terrence Mitchell is at least a veteran he knows how to play he's played the position for years he understands what is uh, what his responsibilities will be and yet he's gone and they have a bunch of young guys now at cornerback um Uh and there's not a lot of not a lot of years of experience there um so I'm actually really surprised that Terrence Mitchell uh gets the boot here
2: yeah, I, I have I like nothing personally way. against him, but I am couldn't be happier that they went youth movement with the yeah. cornerbacks.
0: Talk to me in three weeks when Aaron Rodgers is uh, chewing up your youth movement and vomiting out all over you himself because I, oh, I'm because with you, I, Shine. I think I'm, this is – um, and I don't even think Terrence Mitchell was all that good. No, but, but at stunned. least he was
1: somebody that knew how to play
0: the position. They like have here. one cornerback who has played NFL cornerback, basically, at that like the outside cornerback position yeah and most fans don't want him playing his name is Jalen Mills they're trying to make John Jones an outside corner they're taking Miles Bryant from safety putting him in the slot they have Marcus Jones they have Jack Jones they have Sean Wade like there is no proven experience at cornerback so I thought that like you would just get him sort of that yeah, we need a veteran in the room. We need an adult just one in the guy. Room. Even if yeah. he
1: didn't play a lot, like I expected him to be there, be guiding at least these younger guys. Like Miles Bryant to me almost feels like a uh like he's he was almost kept more for special teams than anything He's a else. Hy- he's a but, hybrid chime. Yeah. He but, a, yeah but,
0: he's a safety corner special team hybrid, but I just I don't know. My guy Mike Pellegrino, he's the cornerback's coach. Um He's got, I his, think work he's got his work cut out. He's <laughs> got his work cut out. For him. that, but you know
2: what? Or the safety A, better be covering they, every aspect of that's on the, the other they point though. something
1: about Jack Jones that we just don't. Like, right? If Jack Jones Why? Has to be Jack some Jones kind of looked stud. good
2: at the end of that game. Jack yeah, Jones he, he looks I fine. know it's against the Raiders third yeah. string The Raiders know, third string. He really but lit num- it up. number number one. I say giddy up. Uh, at this point, you know, my expectations They're for this team have been tempered. Uh I'm I'm ready for them to start the new guys and try to find some fresh blood not just some stop gaps like a Terrence Mitchell. And number two, this could easily also be seen as yet another vote of confidence for the room that Bill Belichick told Chris Berman at all the other day is the strongest positional grouping on the team, which is safety, which does also
0: feature two hybrids in the form of Miles Bryant and Joshua Bledsoe. Yeah, and if you think any of those guys are going to cover Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, well, good luck. I just want you, Fitzy. To be honest, like forget I appreciate forget that
1: the- you also have you also have a combination of Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and George
0: Pickens in week two. That's not just two guys, there's three. And and mm-hmm. that's why I want Fitzy to be honest. Like it's okay to say you want don't forget about Freermouth. But don't I want you when they're getting torched to say you wanted this, you wanted the youth movement, you wanted yes, to see young guys I am Jack ready. Jones. I- is I going want to make that plays smoke. and give him up. Give me okay. that smoke. I'm ready just for it. just be consistent. Be consistent. That's all. I'll
2: own the smoke.
0: I'll own um, it. the one Blow for it me, back in your face when it's... they
2: shut him down.
0: <laughs> I'm happy to take that smoke because there's no shot in hell of that smoke coming my way. Um the 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 Lil Jordan it's Humphrey, I think we had it. all sort of talked ourselves into Love you're only gonna Jordan. keep two tight ends. He's mm-hmm. come on at receiver. You have the Thornton injury. And now maybe he'll be back. Like we'll see the you know he was a late signing. No one wanted him until when did they sign him? June maybe? Yeah, like
2: Ju- June yeah. or so-
0: June or something. Oh, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Like is he
2: staying at Hoyers? Is he stay like is he like? He do they have like? Be. Do they have a condo in like Franklin or Norwood easy. or Foxborough yeah. where they just made, he like tell guys hey, easy you easy? He had a big house, Uh but I wonder. No, but he if had they a have, flop like, house condo. I, yeah, that's I know. That's yeah, where the drugs, and, guns, and everything else were, and the and the and the placing allegedly too. Uh, allegedly. So, yeah, allegedly. Thank you. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it, they told him, like, relax, hang out in the area. I mean, he proved himself immensely valuable and versatile with the tight end usage, wide receiver action, and of course those special teams contributions, which could be another reason why they let go of your boy Justin Bethel.
0: Yeah, I don't love that. I, I'm and I knew that I, I knew that was coming the uh this morning actually when Bill Belichick did his Zoom call. And um because in my roster projection, I was cutting Cody Davis to save two million dollars off the salary cap, keeping Justin Bethel and Cody Davis, good player. He he led the team in special teams tackles a year mm-hmm. ago. I just think he makes a little too much money for the role he fills, and you're filling that role with, you know, the Brendan uh schoolers Schiller. of the world. But when Bill this morning said, you need impact special teams players, guys to build around, guys like Matt Slater and Cody Davis, I was like, well, pretty sure Cody Davis is making the team if he's in the same sentence as Matthew Slater and, <laughs> and impact special teamer." So, yeah, the Bethel one uh, was a little surprising. Now, Bethel could be back. He could be. And let's get into it now. So the, the cuts we just talked about leave the following players on the Patriots roster. Quarterback. Big surprise. I thought he had a pretty crappy summer, but it's good to see him snag a roster spot. Mac Jones indeed made the (laughs) roster. Uh, Brian Hoyer and Bailey Zappi, who uh, your former guy, Shime, uh, Andy Gresh, was advocating to cut, um, which I disagree with. I thought Zappi did enough to stick around. Cut Zappi? Oh yeah, Gresh wanted what? no part of Zappy. Yeah, of course Get he doesn't. Out of here.
1: He is a Mac Jones water carrying ball boy. That's what he is.
2: Stop like, it! So. How? Why would you cut Bailey Zappy?
1: Yeah, don't listen to There's Gresh. Po-
2: There's plenty. There's. I don't know that we
0: need to advocate for not listening to our midday show. Listen to Gresh or at least listen to Keith. Listen to Gresh about other things, not this in particular one. Okay. So those are the quarterbacks. Other than Gresh, I don't think anybody's surprised that they kept three quarterbacks. They kept Bailey Zappi. I think that was good. So running back, they kept four players. They kept Damian Harris, obviously, Mm -hmm. Ramondre Mm -hmm. Stevenson, Ty Montgomery, and Pierre Strong. Now, Ty Montgomery may be a surprise to some because I know both Karen Garigian and Phil Perry um we're not putting him on their final roster I Wrong. think they actually thought his injury may have been significant enough to put him on IR for the year um it'll still be bear watching what his health status is because going into the opener if Ty Montgomery is let's say week to week mm-hmm. so you have Damian Harris Ramondre Stevenson and Pierre Strong is your number three and I'll be honest I want no part of Pierre Strong on the football field. Oh,
1: he won't touch the field. You want to know what this nope. means? If Ty Montgomery's actually hurt, that that means Ramondre Stevenson's third down back season is upon us. Oh, yes, and, should, and, 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 no, no, and but, but that's but super
2: risky though because like, yeah. uh, you're want to term- play away. Yeah, like, well, yeah, always. But that, I mean, that's super always risky in three terms. No, they've always had three running backs Strong. ready to go.
0: They do not have three running backs ready to go. They have two, True. and True. one of them is in a role that I think he's on Bell. Doesn't mean he's Le'Veon Bell. He still needs to prove he can do the job at an NFL level. You can call him
2: Le'Veon Bell after another full season of Ramondre Stevenson looking good. I I think he's going to be used more for third down back for a while until Ty Montgomery is healthy. Now, the question will be, do they IR him for a couple weeks? Or, as is the case, or rather, I think Bill Belichick has said, like, well, we'll see how Ty's doing tomorrow or we'll see how he's feeling, which makes me think he's not going to hit IR. Maybe he'll have to miss a game or two. Yeah, uh, I don't think he's gonna hit
0: IR. I I, I, think, I don't he, think they're ready to go he's gonna for a month it out. without him. And I and I was ready. and I
2: was right about Kevin Harris, too, because as good as the as good as he may have looked at times, A put the ball on the ground twice. So that's gonna definitely get you sent to Camp Belichick for a couple of weeks of ball security one oh one. Can't have that, especially as a rookie. Number two, uh, the Pierre Strong like fifty yard touchdown numbers in his forty time would have him get snapped up by somebody else. So oh, just even if you thought about releasing him. Just, the, just 40 the 40 time alone time means you have to, do to do. hold on to him. So. I
1: also have firmly been in the camp that if the Patriots struggle this season, Damian Harris becomes an immediate trade opportunity for the New England Patriots. Hush and your so, mouth. No, 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 I'm just Holy so I'm just a
0: white flag. So I'm just wow. saying
1: that I think there's also a chance that you see Damian Harris get a ridiculously large amount of carries in the first few weeks of the season and Ramondre mm-hmm. Doesn't and, and it's almost like you're kind of keeping him on ice a little bit so that that one play doesn't happen and that in the back half of the season it's all Ramondre.
0: What and happens? I when think he's just going to be in week back. one in the first quarter.
1: I mean, there's that opportunity. There, there, there's that chance, and that Ramondre is there if that happens. But yeah, now, now you've got one
2: back. Yeah, but then
1: you bring. Like, back I think somebody. they're undermanned at like, running back. There's a, I
0: just do. There's a million. Running- like, so we went from having too many running backs to now we don't have enough. I mean, yeah, if Ty apparently. Montgomery is out and you don't really want to play Pierre Strong, yeah, you, know, you may have that's the to. Thing
1: about, that's the thing about running back, though. You can find a guy that's going to do the job at just about anywhere.
0: You just put no, him know, in any not in the of middle football. of a game. Not in the no, middle of a yeah. game.
1: Sure, not in the so middle of a game. So that's my point. But...
0: You go to Miami, and one of those guys gets dinged up, and Damian Harris has dealt with dings over the course yeah. of his three-year oh, yeah. career. We saw it last and year. Now you have Ramondre Stevenson as your only running back. Well, you better don't he, don't he deal Brandon with dings than dongs uh also right. there aren't that's they right. going to
2: it's just i do like a just, good ding dong i love a good ding dong love a ring ding love a ding dong uh even Ooh. and you know what deep even breath. a ho-ho andy just deep breaths um I like a ho. they are they, of course you do i mean talk about on brand but they the patriots aren't they going down to miami like tuesday of next week so they're gonna like we're gonna get used to the heat all week Just hey, that's gonna great f- fill these guys full of gatorade and pedialyte and everything else possible so this to prevent as many poles dehydrations that. and field vomits as possible
0: they've tried it a million times and i'll and let you still know never the first time worked. it works <laughs> no i'm just i'm
2: we're just I, i'm just sort of sussing out the plan here i just you know okay so moving on to- who doesn't know it.
3: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
0: Moving on to wide receiver. Jacoby Myers, Devonte Parker, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, none of those guys were traded. I know there were various little, oh, we're gonna trade Aguilar, we're gonna trade Bourne, blah, blah, blah. And Tyquan Thornton, who we all know is going to end up on IR as of tomorrow, mm-hmm. and that will open up a roster spot. Maybe that's little Jordan Humphrey joining Ooh, the Lil mix. Jordan. Maybe it's elsewhere.
2: Maybe it's Bo Melton from Seattle, the speedy Rutgers slot receiver who was released today. Maybe Belichick could have a good eye on
0: or the guy
1: like that. Former first round pick, or I think actually second or third round pick, JJ
2: Arthaga Whiteside.
0: <laughs> Arthaga. That's um, what, oh, that's
2: uh, is that how yours sounded when you started it up?
0: Yeah, yeah our um, sega it also had a little mix of uh what was the guy on um on south park <laughs> who was like the uh, big gay al or something remember that character on there That's yes that <laughs> um but yeah the the wide receiver position is going to have movement because of mm-hmm. the thornton injury six to eight weeks yes you're going on ir because you have to miss four weeks and then we'll see how that plays out and your healing ability mm-hmm. um Lil Jordan Humphrey, I find interesting because I don't know if he's a guy that let's just say the Bears, a team that needs wide receivers, would they be interested? Did he have a good enough summer where they would put in a claim for him?
2: Oh, so now, so now the rest of so Andy, just for anyone because I think you know the procedure behind this, but a little bit better than Ish. the rest of us. What yeah, happens? We'll so everyone gets their outright release today, right now. Who who doesn't have to go through waivers versus who does have to go through waivers? The really old guys don't have to go
0: through waivers. Ten and fives, they call
1: Terrence Mitchell doesn't have to go through waivers.
0: Those types of guys, I I should know the exact age and accrued seasons or whatever, Mm -hmm. but like a Brian Hoyer a year ago, it's um, ten and five, right? Either ten in the league or five with the same team, right? I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that at all, but it's the older guys um Justin Bethel does not have to go through waivers like those types of guys but I think you need Humphrey for depth personally um at tight end slash wide receiver because otherwise if you have four wide receivers and two tight ends that feels Mm -hmm. a little light there to me you're kind of without a net now again maybe they stay healthy maybe you're fine whatever but all right let
2: me ask so I'm going to throw this one out there what happens to Devin Asiasi and Dalton Keene. And no, you can't say they're cast into Mordor or thrown into the Sarlacc pit.
1: Yeah, I was going to say they just kiss goodnight, go <laughs> into the sweet abyss. Like, I don't yeah. think they'll play for another team. Like, they're not going to. They're just done. They're gone. They're, Bye-bye. they added Poodle. to the long
0: list of bad mid-round picks. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. What, you want to talk about just
1: like. 2020 range. Just
2: you want to talk about walking out of the pizza parlor. With like two big pepperoni slices, and then before you even get to the car, having them just like slide friction free right right on the car, and you're like, "Son of shit, I didn't even need a chance to. (laughs) Son of I I didn't even bite these. And you got to go back Uh, in and buy two more. Except now, the pizza parlor saw you drop those slices, so they They jacked jacked up the the price. price and now you're and now you're paying what 64 million to
1: to hunter henry and and Johnny smith
0: it's kind of apt kind of an apt comparison <laughs> i thought that was a pretty a pretty cracked
3: him
2: up there <laughs> um, of, has it ever good. happened to you have you ever has that ever happened when you've like no turn around from a pizza counter and just like the slice goes right off and it just lands absolutely not
0: when you're like, a fat was... kid like me you take care of your damn pizza <laughs>
2: So I was at a fantasy draft this
1: weekend. I picked up a cookie and it was so warm and gooey that it just like snapped in half and fell oh, apart. Bro,
2: oh, so you were holding on to just the cookie's edge and the rest of it just Yes.
1: And and so have it felt right on the grass and I said I scooped that up right in the mouth. I'm like, I'm not not oh, yeah. not letting Oh, this five go second
2: me. rule and grass is like 10-second rule, bare yeah. minimum. Except grass, if it like falls near Falls and, it was like a, no, and it other like cookies. by cookies, I mean dog crap. <laughs> you know, it, it was really nice lie, like right on top of the grass. Like it was a mm, nice lie. <laughs> <laughs> try not to eat. Hey, kids listening to the pod, try not to eat too much lie.
0: He's more talking about like the way the cookie fell and where it was lying. Yes. So the tight end, uh, any any comments on wide receiver, any concerns? Or can I move on to the tight end position? I think uh, it's
1: thin, just like your other position. Uh, running to back is
0: even thinner. We need faster young people. Uh, Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. Those Great. of you that are hoping for Jonu Smith's breakout second season, well, we'll, we'll see. We go. He's going to get his chance. Now the offensive line, where we have Trent Brown, Cole Strange, David Andrews, Mike Onwenu, and Isaiah Wynn. Those are your starters from left to right across mm-hmm. your radio dial. Then you have your backups, Justin Huron, Yadni Kajust, mm-hmm. and my most surprising member of the Patriots' opening 53-man roster, rookie Chasen Hines. Well, it was him or, or Russi, right? Wasn't it going to be one or the other? Well, him, Russi, Ferentz. I mean, I'm just a little surprised that they they have him on the roster. I mean, that that's fine. I mean, I think they need depth because you guys know I don't think much of the line. I think it's not even a house of cards. I was being overly generous when I called it a house of cards because it's not a house yet. It's just a pile of wet, dirty, mismatching cards on the field. Um, but, yeah, I think the offensive line I saw – uh, old friend Daniel Jeremiah tweet out that everybody's looking for offensive line depth and cornerback depth. All 32 teams were looking for it. I would include the Patriots in that. I don't feel great about their starting tackles. I don't feel great about their depth tackles. Do you think they
1: take a look good. at a guy like Alex Leatherwood who just got cut by the Raiders? And I would. What think happened so, yeah. to
2: Leatherwood? How in the world well, do the, the John Gruden pick? What else do the there? Raiders like? Is, is that a Mayock, Mayock and Mayock. Gruden pick?
0: Did,
1: that reversed. is a Mayock and Gruden first round special. But right he started every no game last year. No doubt in my mind, year. I
0: could do better than they did.
1: And yeah, that- and Josh McDaniels was not the head coach last year. He came in and said, "What are we doing?" And he right. cut him from one of the from a not good offensive line. That tells you how bad that guy was. Is and there, is there something else? Is there something else to not play? And maybe there's, there's gotta be maybe something he just else. needs to change a scenery maybe it's a Trent Brown situation where he was in
0: Vegas and he's like I just I can't do it here and but you he, can't claim him bring him in I'm not claiming the contract so you'd have to sign him I'm certainly yeah. not claiming the goddamn con- excuse me yeah
2: contract. so wait so he gets so he goes on claims right so the Patriots there's zero chance the Pats will be able to claim him if the if because a bunch of other teams Unless would he passes be... through waivers
0: I mean literally oh, I don't think there'll be a lot out, of
2: claims no rap
1: really? literally tweeted out saying uh all thirty-two teams are all thirty-one teams were asked if they want Leatherwood uh, in a trade, and they
0: all said right. no. Yeah, you're not taking on the. Contract. What is
2: wrong with this guy? No, there's
1: there's serious the contract.
0: It's the contract. Like once yeah. he clears waivers, somebody will give him the change a million of scenery, time of day. Yep. But you're not ah, taking on So the you don't,
1: don't want to take first on round his, round his
2: giant first-round contract with the last right. seven point nine production. million. Yeah, I'm good.
0: Hard pass. That's right. Thank you, boys. Appreciate that. Okay, let's move on to the defensive side of the ball, where we go with linebacker Matthew Judon, Juwan Bentley, Mac Wilson, Anthony Jennings, Rayquan McMillan, Josh Uche, and Fitzy's personal favorite, mm-hmm. Jelani Tavai. Uh, Did you miss one? What a
2: treat. Jelani didn't Tavai.
1: Did, didn't you miss undrafted free agent Demarcus Mitchell?
2: Demarcus
0: Mitchell. Dem- uh, he's, Dem- Dem- the Patriots call him a linebacker. He's a defensive lineman.
2: Oh,
1: okay. Fair enough. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they and he's he's really just a special teamer. They've made him a he and Schooler made the team as core special teamers. Ooh, I think they can thank okay. their careers to the fact that the special teams couldn't suck a swinging you know what last year <laughs> and were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. My high school coach used to say that, so I won't say okay. get him in trouble. Um, but yes, I I think Tavai is interesting. Bill, we all remember when he talked to moving the chains with Pat Kerwin and was talking about how yeah. great Tavai is. I personally have yet to really see it i don't haven't really seen it once i haven't seen it once nope we need um what's his name um remember the uh, jd drew what's the infatuation theo well this that's how bill what's your infatuation with jelani tavai and when are we going to see some production it's a
2: hundred percent he's keeping him for patricia he was a patricia guy he was out in detroit this is just like this is like a a. a a do good or like a buddy move for him because
0: awesome. It All can't, these buddy it can't, moves are screwing
2: him. Yeah, he can't. That's he real can't good. really cover. He's an okay special teamer, but it's not enough. I think to occupy a roster
0: spot on an you NFL team, it. let alone the
2: Patriots. Don't, you love don't have it. a so lot of future there. No.
0: The good news there is Josh Uche. We've talked about it. And Anthony Jennings. We talked about it. They have evolved, developed a little bit this summer. I think there's some positivity there. And then Mac Wilson, Raquan McMillan have looked like. Intriguing veterans, and we'll see where that goes. Your guy, Cam McGrone, had an opportunity, Fitzy, and well, he did nothing. <laughs> he
1: with it. blew it.
0: No, he's not ready. Matt Grove
1: talks so high about him and loved
0: finished. him some McGrone. Well, did to not be fair, he is a lot like a draft pick because he's cut, and that's what they do with their draft picks. They cut they them. Cut them. So <laughs> it's very similar. <laughs> well, play it, um, Andy.
2: It's unbelievable how much, like, it does now, does, does the 2020 draft now enter the conversation for? Drafts where the Patriots did more wrong than right, or do Duggar and Onwenu save the bacon?
0: Uh, well, Duggar, I, I, I'm still not sold on on Onwenu and what he's going to be, and and yeah, I mean, okay, great. We'll see. Maybe if you got a jag offensive lineman, that doesn't exactly make your draft. And I will say, also a big year for Duggar to take the next step to become what mm-hmm. people have been thinking he could mm-hmm. become. Uh, defensive line: Devon Godshaw Lawrence Guy, Christian Barmore, Dietrich Wise sam roberts demarcus mitchell and carl davis old friend that sometimes gets forgotten including by me i did not have him on my final roster projection uh but no LeBrian ray here who i think is a guy a lot of people hope to be here again who knows maybe he clears waivers maybe he goes to practice squad maybe he's back on the roster you don't know um but i Mm -hmm. actually think this is a good position group I think it's a pretty solid pretty position group. It's probably your second best four. on the roster, Yeah, right? you've been falling uh, for yeah. that
2: D-line. all. You've, you've been loving you some of that defensive line all offseason. And by the way, Especially
0: in recent week, yeah. Could be the best on the uh, roster if Barmore might end goes up right. Be. I think he can go. Because safety position is good, but your best player there, depending on who you think your best player is, may be aging in McCordy, or Adrian Phillips may have topped out, hit his ceiling as to where he is in the prime of his career. Mm-hmm. far more has upside so we'll see maybe it's the best position but uh demarcus mitchell is the most interesting guy on that depth chart for me because Shami, as you said some people consider him a linebacker i think the patriots depth chart may have had him at linebacker he basically was made a core special teamer from like day one in camp and is probably the biggest core special teamer i can remember since mike wright you guys probably don't even know who oh and of course i remember mike big mike wright or like and number nine. Like Mike Wright was a D lineman who D covered lineman. kicks. And yep. that is exactly what I think Demarcus Mitchell is going to be a D lineman who covers kicks, plays more athletic roles and special mm-hmm. teams than you're used to. Moving on to the cornerback position. Hold on. Yeah. I didn't
2: do, I just want to say real quick Sam Roberts, my guy. Sam Roberts. That's oh, yeah. all. Everybody my guy. I, I called roster? out Sam. No, no, everyone didn't expect him to make the roster. Pump the brakes, guy. Hold on. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were like, Oh, it could be LeBrian Ray. Better watch out. Alabama. I was like, no, Sam Roberts, that's what's mm-hmm. up. They had to you're the one some who's you're the one who said that he was big and
0: powerful on day one. Well, your big powerful guy made the roster. I like big powerful men. Uh, Jalen Mills, Jonathan Jones, Marcus Jones, Jack Jones, Miles Bryant, and Sean Wade. Um, that is going to be an effing dumpster fire. Of, oh, uh, of no,
1: no. no, 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 no. let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. It's I going to be a dumpster did. fire of names on the back of the jersey. Because oh. of the three Jones, uh, okay. <laughs> you didn't let me finish. I wasn't. Gonna be, okay. I wasn't. Come <laughs> on, you know, guys. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm expecting to be negative here, but it wasn't going to be that negative.
0: So yeah, i got you. I got you. It's going to have to be, be J O Jones. I mean, it's going to be J O Jones, J A J-A Jones. You got two JAs, Jalen and Jack. Who's Jalen? So you have
1: Jalen Jones. You have a Jonathan Jones. Oh yeah, my bad.
2: And a Jack Jones, a my Mac bad. Jones. So
1: it's gonna have to be J O. Shrimp Jones. Shrimp. So that's the Shopee. issue. It's gonna. It's literally Mac's uh, shirt is literally gonna have to be Mac Jones. Well, I don't think mm, it has. I, to no, be. I bet. Well, yeah, because ha- they play no. different sides of the ball. It yeah, can just be I Jones, think he'll be
0: Jones. But. And then these and then guys will be J O and J A and.
1: And M A. And I don't think
0: they'll be M A. No, because there's Mac Wilson. Oh, Marcus. Yeah, yeah.
2: Marcus. Marcus. Oh my God. So if hey, nuts. Playing, this is nuts. imagine if Marcus
1: played on the same side of the ball as Mac and one had to be M.A.R. Jones and the other Mar-Jones. literally had to be Mac Jones. You know, He's your friend cool Marcus, Marcus Jones. Jones. It would have to wow. be his full name. That actually be kind of funny,
0: but it's not his name. So then he could go by McCorkle, be a whole thing. Um Anyway, Sean Wade. I wish they here. would do that. That would be awesome. Like the way you could put nicknames on
2: certain jerseys. Like, don't they have nickname day in the in MLB where you can yes. like. That I would to love.
1: Have yeah. No, they, they, I'm pretty sure uh, they might not have had think it this they year. It. They maybe, they didn't, maybe they, they didn't like, do it this year. Like you could have an X yeah. on the back of your jersey. Yeah. And, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com.
0: But Sean Wade, to me, is an idea, is a theory. Like, to me, they have a theory on the roster. Like, not a player. Like, this is totally on potential and hope and future. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we'll see how that works out. (laughs) I, but I'll
2: tell you why they took that gamble on the hope, the future potential, and idea. It's because he's over six feet tall, and all the rest of your cornerbacks are under
0: six feet tall. Period. Great. End of story. And that's how Great. you end up with Travis Knight as your center on the Celtics, and that's why you suck if you're the Celtics in the late '90s, early 2000s for Rick Pitino. And where, you're just I getting, think thats where
2: most minds were going. They were like, and Travis "You're just Knight getting totally comes to by mind.
1: every six foot five receiver in the NFL."
2: Right. Well, luckily, yeah. first week the only truly like over six foot athletic freak is Gasicki, so you're gonna have to. Yeah, don't worry. No, no. actually, no. sorry, sorry. Yeah, I don't worry you. about him, Cedric. No, you'll have to put a safety on him. Uh, Cedric Wilson actually is over six feet tall, so he might give you some trouble. I'm not worried it's about right. height. Week one at speed.
1: Yeah, then week two you face Jay Clay- Chase Claypool, and George Pickens. Have fun with that. I, if I'm
2: Mitch Trubisky <laughs> uh, right now, I'm working on Rick Barry style diaper. Two-step di- like drop, throw moss it throws up. and just like shot putting it up like, here,
0: you're taller, go get it. Here, you're taller, go and get it, honestly. So the safety position is the strongest on the roster. We've said that all along. It's been kind of obvious. Um, Bill Belichick admitted that to Chris Berman, the only person on the planet he would have admitted that to, would have given a totally different answer to absolutely anybody else who asked it.
1: To be fair... Berman also kind of made it a leading question because in his question he was like, "What do you think is the most imp- or uh, the best position group?" Yeah, and then he and then he said safety question mark, and then Bill answered, "Safeties are really good." So it's kind and, of a leading question. Uh, yeah, but well. if, and if anybody,
2: anybody else, else asked that,
0: that, that. they would have well, got thrown up on. They would have. Oh, gotten... Yeah. Down and down and down nobody, down
1: nobody else gets a round of applause right. when they walk into the into the room.
0: And you know what? Bill Belichick didn't used to do that when he was winning championships and competing for division titles. So. Old man may have lost his way. Asante Samuel might be right. He might have gone soft in his old age. Oh, uh, Andy. Yikes. Andy! What
1: Yeah, Safety, Andy.
0: Devin McCourty, Adrian Phillips, Kyle Duggar, Joshua Bledsoe, and Jabril Peppers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good, good position. position. Like Excellent. the only question is one of the how better ones on in the, the NFL. At and, least three well, at all times. At least three at all times. Well, I mean that's basically what they've done for years. My question is, do they go for a significant portion of times? They've been a three safety team for the better part of the last half decade but do they do it for safeties and are there any where you go five safeties because maybe our corners stink and blood so is as good as any of them guys why um, not because why not
2: absolutely Will well, there be a force i'll tell it? you why
0: The why not would be you get run over. (laughs) Absolutely. The same reason the Patriots ran all over the Chargers a couple of years ago. They looked at him and said, wait, how many DBs do you have on the field? We're going to run the ball down your throat. James Devlin, go kill somebody. You follow him, Sony, and we go to the promised land. And that's what happened. Uh, And finally, special teams where you have Nick Folk, Jake Bailey, Joe Cardona. Good waste of a roster spot. I don't know why you say that. What team doesn't have a long snapper? Why, but it's just a, like
2: you what literally team? you're only allowed to me carry team, 50 I don't know the there's team gonna be There's gonna be another team in the no. NFL that uses a positional player that can friggin snap the ball Not in 30 years grandpa <laughs> Not another team cuz Dietrich
0: Wise is the backup no. long snapper Not in literally I've, not in 30 years Not not like, the, pay, not, the not a single t- team in the NFL not in 30 years. The last guy to do it, basically, was the mm-hmm. guy who used to host the show that we're going to host after Patriots <laughs> games this year, Steve Diossi. Oh, I thought, wait, Glenn Ordway was the long <laughs> <No>. snapper. <laughs> he was the short snapper.
2: Round mountain sound. Oh, look at you. All age jokes,
0: height jokes. What a jerk. Um. Okay, so yes, every wow. team has a long snapper. It's the way the NFL works. Okay, I well, I'm just letting everyone know. Waste of a waste of a roster.
2: If Bill wants value, he doesn't have to waste it on a Navy long snapper.
1: No, I like Joe Cardona. Screw you, Fitzy.
0: And I don't I, even care if it's uh, Joe Cardona. You gotta have a long snapper. That's the way the game works. Jesus Christ. Waste of time. Waste uh, of a spot. And then the specialists, Matthew Slater, Cody Davis, and as predicted by me the day he signed with the team, Brendan Schooler Rocks. Yeah. The guy with the thighs and and quads and everything that are well tatted up. Thigh uh, tats, Jesus face, and the Kings of Leon hair. Love it. He's all in. Uh, So, any any lasting thoughts before we wrap up this interminable roster cutdown edition of the Six Rings podcast? Shime. I have one word underwhelming. (laughs) I could have, if you were given, if you gave me
2: a chance to bet on it. What were the odds you would have given me on underwhelming? Like 10 to one? Cause I would have
0: easily laid. Oh no way. I get
1: it.
0: <laughs> I got to tell you, I think underwhelming is kind of positive for him.
1: <laughs> like, thank you. I Drew. was
0: thinking effing blows or something like that.
1: No, no, no. That's uh, the offensive line. I'm sticking with underwhelming. Okay. Uh, I, I think there's, like I said, I think there's some bright spots. I think the safety group looks really good. I think the defensive line group looks really good. The offensive line group to me stinks. I'm I don't know what to expect from the receivers. I just don't have a lot of faith in them. I love the running backs, and then uh, the rest of the positions are me. I mean, so the, J- the I saw that the Jets
2: held on to nine rookies on their 53-man. What did that? What? How many was that for the Patriots? Eight, I nine, 10. ten. Okay, so the Patriots have ten rookies on the roster of a team that is three years removed from competing for Super Bowls on an annual basis, and that went to the playoffs last year two thoughts a the youth movement is on and get ready for the growing pains that come with it but as far as this 53 looks for week one don't sleep on it there's still a couple changes to be made
0: oh i thought you were saying don't sleep on how like they're going to be good and there's more oh no 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 i didn't i didn't say that no no. (laughs) okay just make no i mean at this point now like
3: as
2: positive as i try to remain i've basically steered into the fact that Everyone now is like, ah, Fancy, you've betrayed yourself. What happened to I believe in Bill and Bill we trust? Like, oh, I do. I trust Bill. I believe him as uh, as long as he's a coach, I'll always think that he's going to do what's in the best interest of the team. I just don't like the way that they're going about business this year. So what? Greg not- pulled you. Greg
1: pulled you in to be on the show with us this morning when you guys were at the blood drive at Fenway. And the first thing I thought, Greg's like, oh, you're Mister Positive. I was like, he's been doing podcasts with me lately. He ain't, <laughs> he ain't that positive. <laughs>
2: Mr. Patriots himself. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just, it's okay. I've spoken to seasoned ticket holders and people that have been going for 40 years and they're all like, tell me it's not going to be a train wreck. And I'm like, ah, well, what do you, would you like the truth? Or, you know, do you want like, yeah, I can lie to you or I can <laughs> like, what do you want?
0: Tell me what tell you want to no. hear or I can tell you the truth. Hey, I, bra- hey brace please. for
2: impact. And then if you survive the
1: crash, guess what? What a glorious day.
0: hundred percent. This is me going to the mechanic and saying, as long as it's under 1200 bucks, I feel okay. And it comes in at like eight ninety nine, and you're like, nice. That so one's, someone's going
2: shopping,
1: man. Exactly. So or it comes think. back and says, eh, it's going to be about 2500 And you're like, yep,
0: junk it. Yeah, We're junk done. it. He has to ruin it. He has to ruin it. I'm just
1: saying I there's think, two
0: ways to go there. I think we've done a public service of lowering expectations to a realistic level. This this offseason, I think if the weird balance, if the construct
2: of coaches and the scheme shift and the stretch runs and the schooler of rock and the Sam Roberts and everything else comes together and the Patriots are a lean, mean, mistake free, efficient football machine by the middle of the year and they become all I could ask them to be. Same thing with you, Andy, if they're entertaining if they're consistently competitive and they're hard out every week. Great. Then I'll put the mission accomplished banner across the front of the destroyer and you know, we'll all have a Merry Christmas, but
0: if it's what we think it might be, yes, hold on. As Lou, as Lou Maloney likes to say, just suck a little, <laughs> just suck a little. Don't suck too much. Just 2022
2: suck Patriots. Just suck a little.
0: This is a podcast that tries to just suck a little in its own right. This is six rings and football things. And this has been an immediate reaction to the Patriots, initial 53 man roster the cuts to get to that roster but as we caution there will be moves made in the coming days players will be claimed players will return to the practice squad players will go on ir and we will be here monitoring it all and later in the week we will come back with a sort of more general overlook not only of the 53 man roster but we'll start to get into some season preview stuff i know Shime is excited about those types of things Ooh, Patriots Rookie of the Year, Patriots MVP, all those types of prop bets before the season starts. And, and uh, don't sh-
2: you dare fall asleep on all of our division winners in our playoff picks edition, Andy. That's always we're right. Always right. right.
0: Always, always. Oh, always. I, I'm batting I have nailed it hey, 20 straight years.
1: I have I have predicted the MVP of the NFL three of the last five years. So
2: there's You a know chance. what that is? You know what that is? Making money. So you right picked there. Aaron Rodgers? <laughs>
1: Well, I actually got, I only got Rodgers once out of the two times. So.
2: I know you had Lamar Jackson. I'll give you the credit. You I had Mahomes the Lamar year before Jackson. as well. I'll give you, I'll um, give you the credit on that. Let me just ask you as a teaser before you reveal that pick on an upcoming podcast, mm-hmm. Shime. Is said player this year your prediction for MVP in the AFC or the National Football Conference?
0: Uh, that would be the AFC. All
2: right. There, that's a, that's called a call of big market tease right there, Andy.
0: Yep. That is a big market tease. And we'll be back to pay off that tease later in the week. Thank you for listening. Feel free to subscribe. Rate. I don't know what you're laughing at, Fitzy boy. Feel fee. Feel fee. I had tacos and a few beers. Get over it. Um, uh, Six Rings podcast. Put that on a shirt. (laughs) Is available on I had tacos and a few beers. Get over it. At Six Rings Pod, if you want to send us an email, comment. We I'd actually like some feedback. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call for feedback on the Patriots cuts and roster breakdown. Send them to six ringspod at gmail.com. Next episode, maybe we'll talk about some of those reactions from the fans. Were we too negative? Is the roster better than we think it is? Is it what was your description of it? Underwhelming shime? Is yep. it is it more than underwhelming? Is there a chance we are underrating? the talent on the Patriots 53-man roster. Or is it it just moderately average? Maybe it's moderately average, and maybe that's, well, that's not good enough, but whatever. We'll see. For Nick Fitzy Stevens, for Mm -hmm. Chris Shime Shime Shime, I am Andy Hart. This is another Odyssey.com, W-E-E-I.com, Patriots Six Rings podcast in the books. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to break down the weeks leading up to Bum, bum, bum. The time when results matter. The regular season opener in Miami. Peace out. See ya. ya.